welcome to Going Well Hunting. This is a Hunter Hunter rewatch and recap podcast, and the countdown has reached its end. <sighs> we have big things to talk about. I'm Sky, one of your hosts. My pronouns are they, them. I've been thinking about that. I don't know what my pronouns are. They, them is fine, though. <laughs> I... That's all right. I literally was about to say them, and I was like, what are my pronouns? Once again, we're in the uh, arc where we constantly refer to different characters by whatever gender we're feeling at that moment. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just how it goes. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hi, I am the other host, Devin. My pronouns are he, him. I am about ready to fucking lose it. Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm your third host, Emery. My pronouns are he, she, they, and I cured my mental illness this week, not by like doing any impromptu brain surgery i just got a prescription for mood stabilizers mm. oh fucking yeah <laughs> i love Second a new prescription yeah i also Second got best thing to just digging your hands into your head i also got adderall and those fuckers gave me a migraine first time i tried it so oh no gonna 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 I, not I be touching that adderall, one full disclosure yeah, gonna yeah. not be touching that one probably in the future. That is extremely valid. I take Ritalin. Um, it's kind of my lifeblood at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very ADHD, and all of the other like medications that they make you try before they give you Adderall normally um, give me anxiety. Ooh. So I do love Adderall, but. I can see, you know, everyone's body is different. So I'm glad that, you know, you know yours and you're like, yep, that one's not me. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried um, implanting a needle within your brain? Mm. I've not tried that one yet. So I think, I think what we're going to find is that needles implant mental illness so my question to you is have you looked for any needles in your brain that might be causing (laughs) your mental illness (laughs) have you ever reached into your own mind and found a needle filled with mental illness reach into your local brain and you will find a a mental illness (laughs) and you will find a mental illness that's right I wish it was as easy as what Kilua does in this episode. Yeah, Not that boy. that was easy, I'm sure, but... <laughs> I do have a question for that. I do have a question for when we get there about uh, that little arc he goes on. So you want to ask it now or do you want to ask it later? Um, oh, we've already uh, discussed it pretty thoroughly. Um, how do you guys feel about Kilua basically curing his mental illness in one episode? Um, I have been thinking a lot about that. I think I will have to reserve judgment for later on. Mm-hmm. Um like as the show progresses because I know like that isn't just like he's like his arc is over in this thing, you know? So um yeah, I reserve judgment for later on. I do have some thoughts about it though. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I feel like we should save them for when we actually <clears throat> get there. Okay. Okay. I will propose that question again in a few minutes. Sure. Right when we get there. So. How did these episodes start? These episodes start um, with, honestly, my notes are not great on it. It says, uh, time for me to die. Kilua fights Ramot. And then ping, that's the sound of mental illness. Because <laughs> the what the um, 
every time um so what's happening is Killua is facing off against Ramit because Ramit has followed him through the woods <clears throat> and is looking for Gon and has decided that he's just going to be um if we need a reminder on Ram uh, just uh just think about a uh, mile long uh vagina bones that's right yeah <laughs> think about the vagina bones and think about the feet <clears throat> Um, think about how we compared him to Hisuka early on. Um, he yeah. definitely continues those vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyways, um, Kiloa is like trying to fight him, but in his head, he keeps hearing Illumi and Illumi is telling him to run. And every time there's just like this ping and it's like, he's like, it feels to me like he's eh, 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 bad because it, reminds me very much of like you know like electro shock therapy is what it feels like the energy is you know i don't think the needle's actually giving him electric shocks all the time but that's the vibe it has yeah to me. kind of the sense that i get from it is that he's getting like these sharp stabs of anxiety like so much that it's almost painful yeah and also like knowing that he had a needle in his brain i can i i, I can't imagine that feels pleasant either yeah it's just, it, it is reminiscent of that, I guess. Um, but yeah, so Ramit is definitely, he's ramping up the Kisuga vibes and he's like, you know, he's kicking the shit out of Kilua who is on the ground. And then he's like, oh, I have to like savor this. This is so good. I love killing. So he like kicks him further away from him so that he doesn't just like kill him right there. And it's awful. Yeah, we jump from here to, um. hey, remember uh, Gon and yeah. Paul? <laughs> Palmer on a date right now. Remember that date that's going on? Speaking of Hisuka vibes. I'm so fucking pissed at this. Yeah. So they're sitting at a nice like waterfront looking at a tree and like Palm is just like, so going, what the fuck is going on? And Gon is just like, just just give it a minute. And they sit there and then it goes into nighttime because they've been there a while. And then, like, a bunch of fireflies come out, and they're all at the tree across the water, and it looks beautiful. And Palm's like, oh, that's amazing. That's wonderful, Go. And I'm like, shit, that's fucking romantic. What the fuck? It's so romantic, and it kills me because it, do- it like, keeps flashing between this and Kilo, and it's going to get worse as the scene goes on, but it's like... It flashes between that and Kilo getting the shit kicked out of him, and <sighs> Gon just being like, yeah, I love, like... Yeah, we're... Gon hunted. He knew about... We're really having a bad time all around. We're having, like, the gross Gon palm date and then Kilua absolutely dying, and both are hard to watch for very different reasons. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, during this fucking palm date, like, palm's like, so Gon, like, reaches into a bag and gives her, like, a fucking, like, little branch dead tree thing, and he's like, here, hold this, and she's like, what's this for? And, like, all the fireflies just, like, float over to this dead branch tree. Yeah, he says it's the most beautiful flower in the world. And she's like, huh? Because it looks so dead. But then all the fireflies come and just start, like, clinging to the trees. And he's, like, and he's telling her about, like, how, like, the 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 pheromones that the tree gives off basically um, attract the fireflies. So, like, they'll come, like, and sit on it and stuff. It's so much. Like, like Gone made... Came up with the perfect date. It's so sweet of him, and it's so awful that this is the context that this is happening in. Yeah. Do that with Killua, you ass. <laughs> he fucking. Especially because then he says, "But I can't give you what you truly want. 
time alone with me and goes into this like you know he gives this big speech about he's like you know i'm uh, a hunter he and sets I'm a boundary to... and palm yeah. norm yeah he sets a boundary and palm has a completely normal reaction to it good healthy relationship it is it's also unfortunate because it does 1000 percent confirm that you know last week we we're like oh what if gone just like doesn't realize and i know thinks like oh this is just what women want sometimes they just want to hang out with a cute kid no he's fully just like no i know exactly what this is yeah, he fully was like, I know what you want, and I'm trying to, like, save Kite right now, so I can't fuck you, ma'am. And it's so gross! It's just, just nasty! Yeah. Just bleh. And, yeah, it's, it's not good. And, yeah, Palm is, like, goes off. She, she, like, looks at him, and she has, like, you know, the echo of her old face back. And it's like, what the fuck did you just say to me? And, um... That is that is the scene. Yeah, she's like, I'm sorry, what was that? And she gets a funny face, and I go, ha ha ha. Um, Seems normal and good. So we come back to Killua. Uh-huh. Who is still getting the shit kicked out of him, Ramach being normal and regular. Uh-huh. And Killua is having an internal monologue of, no, I gotta, I gotta fight, I gotta stay, I don't want to leave. And every time he thinks this, we get big Illumi face on screen just going, run away. And he feels a sharp pain in his head. And this is where I fucking break down. Uh-huh. Because Killua begins the most regular mm-hmm. speech that any platonic friend would say to their friend. Oh, it's so, oh, it's so <laughs> sweet and so much. He's just sitting there in agony. He's like, he's beaten. His shit is kicked out of him. Ramon's is like, oh, God, I'm going I'm to bust. Oh, God, uh-huh. if you keep giving me that look. And we cut to what that look is. And Killua is just... On the ground, he's like standing up, he's crying. He's just like, I don't want to leave because Gon is my dear friend. He's like, I don't mm-hmm. ever want to like, leave. And like, meanwhile, we get like an ED drop of the um, of the instrumental version of the Greed Island outro. Mm-hmm. And I say, fuck, I miss Greed Island. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's fucking like, and Ramoth's like, no, don't give me that look. Like, it's too much. I- I'll kill you if you give me that look. And he's like, he's getting ready to run up and kill Kilo. And Kilo's just like, I don't want to leave. And every time he thinks that, he gets like the like runaway noise again. And he's like grabbing his head in pain as he's crying. And he's like, I can't leave. Gones, my dear, my dear best friend. And then <laughs> Ramoth's about to attack him. And he's like, Wait, I figured it out. And he just jams his fingers into his head. Mm-hmm. As we go yeah, through a montage we... of all the Kilua gone scenes, as Kilua is just like, I won't leave my dear best friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm regular today. Yeah. He just mm-hmm. ripped it out, part two. Electric Boogaloo. He just, I... he just ripped it out, part two. He just ripped out the mental illness. And then, and then, and then he does just like another. I just ripped it out uh-huh. because, uh, you know. Then you know, Ramit's like, "Wait, what the fuck? Shouldn't I have just killed that kid? Where he, where he go?" And then Kiloa is just like standing behind him with this needle in his head, like, "Wow, that's fucked up. I guess Alumi must have put that in there at some point. I guess that's what's been giving me mental illness 
this whole time and yeah, Ramit's he literally like just goes, um he must have just planted it inside my head like oh we love metaphors i mm-hmm. it's so fucking funny because he's like oh wow that sounds like something my family would do funny joke and yeah. then he's just like anyways <laughs> i'm cured and then Ramit's just like, when did this boy get so scary? And we see just like this <laughs> giant image of a snake behind Kiloa, like, oh no. That, that boy's ready to do murder. Yeah, he's and got Kilo the... And Kiloa says, I'm ready to do murder. That's yeah, right. Kiloa says, I'm ready to do murder. Go tell all the other ants that uh, they're fucked if they come near me again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then Ramit like... says, no. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh yeah, no, Ramon's just like, I I don't know about and he just like rips his head off. He just like dashes forward and like yeah. does like a funny head rip off and then he's like, eh, whatever, and crushes his head in one hand. He's my favorite mm-hmm. boy. And he He, he, he ripped, he's back, he baby. Ripped, he he ripped it out 2.0 and then he ripped it off, which That's is a right. new move for him. Mm-hmm. He's getting better at these. I'm so proud of him. It is, I really just don't know what to say about it because I like it. I am like, a defender of this scene, but for reasons. Uh-huh. I think that A, it is pretty characterful that his family would manipulate him with a literal needle mm-hmm. of like, yeah, we're just going to give mm-hmm. you anxiety and make you think that these decisions are yours so you hate yourself and you come back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember we did have... Uh, Kilo's dad being like, oh, yeah, I let him go because he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to do something awful. But also, I like this scene because, like, from the start of the show, we have seen Kilo slowly get, like, better, better better, and better of, like, doing things he wouldn't have done at the start of the show. Like, he has <laughs> stuck with going through a lot of shit that you're like, yeah, going to kill at the start of the show would have been like, I'm not doing that. I'm out. I'm like, I'm no, that sounds bad. I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. going there. And now with that it's like serious, he's finally confronted with like the last resort, which is a literal needle in your head being like, no, 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 no. You have to run. Like you don't mm-hmm. have a choice anymore. That's why I'm defending this. It's I don't I guess it's just complicated for me because it's like it's a cool scene and I like it and I like understand that like metaphorically like he's you know he's like yeah they planted the shit in my head and so I'm rejecting it you know like it's a metaphor for what it actually is which is you know him conquering his mental illness by saying like you know what no i want to be with gone i don't want to listen to the lessons that my brother taught me anymore i know that they're false like metaphorically i understand what's going on and stuff like that it is like i don't know i guess just like as a mentally ill person it would you know it would be nice to have sometimes representation that was more like, okay, I understand the problem. And now, you know, like, even if there is like a metaphorical, like there's a needle in my head, like, I don't know. He just ripped it out. And now he's like, cause yeah. he's completely fine later, you know, like the rest of this, the, this scene yeah. and the next episode goes on and he just completely has his mojo back, which I love. Like, I like seeing it and I like, 
having him back, you know, seeing him be sad this arc has been, you know, sad for me. And I like, you know, he just ripped it out and now he's good. And I love that in like a, you know, animal, like it's fun sense, but it is, um, I don't know. It's just having like more context, I guess, makes it a little like I have to look at it with like a tiny bit of a side eye, I guess. But it's not that, it's not major. Like I said, it's just my feelings are complicated. Yeah, I, d I definitely agree with that. Like, um, yeah, I think I think it, it uh, again, it is like a good scene. It's very shonen-y and cool, and he, he, he just rips it out again, we which we that. like. <laughs> we love and, when he rips it out. Yeah, but it does feel sort of abrupt just in the sense that, like, this anxiety has only been like really at the forefront for a relatively short time like mm -hmm. you know you know up to this point Kilua has only fought enemies that like he knew that he could win against I mean, we so did like have the time with you know the that's crew. why that's why yeah true like it has been kind of floating yeah, around I guess so, that yeah. like anytime he comes up with someone like genuinely dangerous he does confront with that idea of like, I'm either going to die here or I'm gonna like leave going to die. I guess I would have liked to see it yeah. like in do we see it in the last arc? No, but that's I know I, that like really like I guess you could say that that's because there was no one there who Kilo perceived as a real threat. But at the same time, it would have been nice if, like, you know, there could, like, if there could have been a real threat for him, even just to, like, freeze up at. Yeah, just so it's maybe, like, a scene minds. with, like, Razor when, like, they're playing dodgeball. Because Razor is a genuine threat. Like, if you get into a fight with him, he's probably going to kill you. So, like, just, like, a scene maybe during the dodgeball game where, like, something happens and Kill is like, oh, I need to run away. And, like, nearly gets out. Yeah, I guess I guess what I mean is like the only fight where we've seen him like actually have to like confront this anxiety in a really direct way is his fight with yeah. Shoot. Like, you know, just like having having that pressure of like absolutely having to fight, but like only, you know, having you know, only being able to like you know, sort of succumb to his trauma and and try to run away. Like we've we've only seen him like forced into that corner like just the one time so it does feel kind of abrupt that like you know having seen that like that's where he's at and that's where like the tension in his character lies just like to have it resolved so quickly quickly and so definitively yeah you know? especially because um yeah you brought up a really um like specifically like um the 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 point that you brought up that's like he only has that like you know he has that conflict once but we never hear like you know we know Illumi has had an effect on him we saw that in their fight but mm -hmm. having even just like the like Illumi mind thing where he's explicitly like saying run and we see his face and everything like through Kilua's eyes like I feel like if that had been done even once more like in a different arc that would have helped I guess like if this had been something that he was really struggling with until this point but yeah the the whole like the whole basis of it being so sudden um like specifically with like the Illumi yeah. like being like the 
the parts of it that seem very specific to the needle and don't like, you know, cause the rest of it, you could be like, yeah, he boy has trauma, you know? And like this, I understand yeah. that this is also like a metaphor for trauma, but the explicit like run thing almost seems disconnected from those just because there isn't that through line of like, this is something Illumi did to him physically. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like this is kind of actually like where it falls apart as as like a metaphor yeah. for trauma and anxiety because like, you know, IRL, you can't just rip it out. Right, and that's kind of what, because like, again, yeah, like throughout the thing, I've been really like thrilled with, because I mean, you know, Kilowitz trauma is very like, without getting too deep into it, very relatable to me. And like, it's like, I just have always liked, you know, watching him do stuff and like through that arc and like having that like background of like, yeah, he has trauma because his brother instilled things into him. But like, you know, like, you know, like that, just that vibe of it where it just is trauma and having it now be like, oh, it's actually a physical, like it's trauma, but it's a physical thing putting trauma into his brain that he is going to solve in this episode does feel a little weird Mm -hmm. with like how it has been a thing in the background that we know about Kilawa, but never explicitly causing any conflict right up until now, I guess. Yeah. 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 That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I love the scene. I think it's so it's, it is still cathartic in a way that I enjoy even like having said all that, you know, and, yeah, and it is, like, very shonen-y, you know? It is very much just, like, character, you know, overcoming their limitations through sheer willpower, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is, yeah. like, yeah. I, I, I guess kind of works within, like, the context of the genre, but, you know, I think, like, we've seen so much subversiveness of, like, shonen tropes. It, 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 I maybe would have liked to have seen it done yeah. better. yeah. I can agree with that for sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I definitely don't have like the full context. I just like, I, I like, I know that there is like a Killua having a reckoning with his family after this, like knowing that he does kind of like confront them and be like, Hey, what the fuck you guys? (laughs) I feel like I do like look at that as well. And like, I, yeah, I'm sure we'll be coming back to this in season six. Just like that reckoning of him being like, Hey, what the shit, you guys? And having to, like, re-confront his mm-hmm. brother and be like, so you, like, put trauma into me and then you, like, went the extra step to put, like, physical trauma into me. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's just a lot. And I think, like, the abruptness of this... I feel like that's my problem with this show is that I know, like, how it ends yeah. or, like, how this general show is. So whenever I'm confronted with a, well, this wasn't, like, the best here, I'm just like... Yeah, but it just pays off so well later. Mm-hmm. And I just can't, like, get that out of my head of being like, yeah, but his arc later just ties us up so well. Yeah, that's fair. Because um, I may have forgotten. Hold on. Um, oh, no, I was going to say I'm interested to see how it goes forward because, like, like I said – he's fine in this episode and the next, if he continue, you know, if it's something yeah. that he continues to struggle with, even though he ripped out the physical needle like that, you know, that, that will, you know, influence my mind and like just how it goes on will influence my view of this scene. 
but like, you know, just having seen this right now and him just being totally cool afterwards, like, yeah. That's just my thoughts on it as yeah. of right now. Yeah, and I now. will say it does have the detriment because knowing where it goes, we never do have like it to the level of extreme that we have it now where he is like having near panic attacks at the even yeah. thought of like confronting his family. Well, and I like that too. But like, yeah. You know, like. So like, it's never going to be like this like strong like, oh, run away. Like, oh no, I have to run away. But it is like, he does have to eventually be like, yeah, I still have a lot of reckoning to do with like my past and my I family. like I mean, I like that metaphorically too because like what what you could I mean, an example you could draw from that metaphorically is like, yeah, when you rip out the thing, like that could be like, you know, you go on meds, but then you still need therapy, yeah. you know? Like the meds mm-hmm. are going to, you know, make you able to do the work on yourself that means you won't have that problem again. So it, from that sense, like, you know, I may, it, it's, it, if that happens where he's like still struggling with some kind of stuff like that, but he ripped it out, you know, he doesn't have those panic attacks anymore. I like that as a yeah. metaphor, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The fucking thing about mental health is like, yeah, it is like a very long term yeah. struggle and like requires like, you know, constant effort and constant development on and like, yeah, that's 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 definitely not a thing that's like easy to portray in like, you know, an action shown in series where like you're expected to like, you know, just focus on punching a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's kind of the thing. It's like why <laughs> it's I like this scene. I'm happy the scene happened, but it's also like if you if it, if you're doing a punching show, you don't need to put like your characters in yeah. like a situation where they're dealing with like CPTSD, you know? It's not to bring up my old fave and my old soapbox. It's the Nardo problem of the show constantly going back to Nardo being like, when I was a kid, all the village used to hate and abuse me and reject me. But then I was fine. Like just that yeah. like, problem of him being like, oh God, I'm so like alone and abused. And then him being like, but then I got two friends, and I'm fine. It's it's all right. That's right. Once you leave a traumatic situation, you're healed forever. You're perfectly fine and cured. <laughs> you just become normal. And maybe the president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, have we talked about this enough for now? <sighs> I might return one day. I think I'm okay Yeah, to move yeah, on. yeah. We might Anyways. have thoughts, but... For now, Kilua heads back to the tree because he's he's killed Ramit dead and he's he's over it. So mm-hmm. now he needs to check on going on their date, but bum, they're, bum, bum. they're gone. But their stuff is still there. Oh God, what happened to what him? What the fuck happened to them? So Kilua enters a Sherlock Mind Palace and deduces maybe they're at home. So <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe they, went, they home. went home. They left stuff here so they probably didn't go home but what if they went home what if they went home (laughs) so he sprints back to town and he goes into the house and the bad vibes are off the fucking charts and he's like oh shit oh god what is she doing to him in there and he walks in and once again the scene is also incredibly funny if you rip out the context of palm being a pedophile yeah because she is Mm -hmm. going sitting in her room with a bunch of like papers that probably say i promise not to toy with your heart or something stupid like that. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, Gone is Bart is 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 doing a Bart Simpson. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Doing a Bart Simpson while Palm just stands over him with a knife, and Gone has the most like reserved mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm so sorry, face on. Like he's doing lines, and he's just like, my bad, I I made a mistake. <laughs> this is one of actually my favorite Kilua bits. I mean, there's a lot of good Kilua bits in this, but uh, Kilua comes in and he's like, hey, um, what the fuck? And Palm is like. Oh, I'm making him, I'm punishing him for, you know, for toying, toying with, with my, my feelings. And Kila was like, um, don't you see that you're the one taking advantage of the situation? And she says, this is none of your business. And he says, right back at you, idiot. Why are you even here? Which I love. Kila <laughs> is asserting his space within Gon's life. He says, no, we are friends. You are, should not be here. We are doing a thing right now. You need to go. Kila and Gon are in their own Kila says, stop coercing my friend into a That's relationship. That's exactly right. Kila and Gon are in their own completely separate shows. Gon <laughs> is in a, like, romantic comedy of errors, and Kila just got back for fighting from his fucking life, and he's like, what the fuck is going on now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. just like, goddamn. <laughs> and um, um, Palm says, hey, uh, why are you injured? And Kilo says, uh, you know, I just did it while training. And Palm says, I'll hurt you more, and goes to stab exactly in his forehead where he ripped it out. Um, but Gon has his mojo back, and or, Kilua. Uh, Kilua. Kilua has his mojo back, and so he just sort of, like, jumps back, and Gon is like, uh, Palm. He got his groove back. Yeah, and Kilua says, um, dumbass, I could dodge your knife in my sleep. You're not going to kill me. He says, I'm a trained assassin. I feel like everyone forgot about that along the way. Yeah, he lost his mojo and now he's got it back. <laughs> Anxiety crippled me pretty hard, but you know what? I feel like I'm a thousand years younger. That's exactly right. I feel my mental illness is gone and I've leveled up like 200 levels. You can't touch me. Mm-hmm. And she says, how fucking dare you? I'll fucking kill you, dude. And she starts going a little bit crazy and he's like, oh yeah, we're out of here. And he just picks up Gone and starts running and goes like, wait, yeah. Killa. He fucking picks him up like under one arm and just bolts. And Gone is just kind of staring at him like, um, what's going on? He's like, bud, what are you doing? <laughs> he's like, dude, she's fine. She's just like that. Yeah, Gone needs to stop defending palm it's kind of too much for it's me to handle going is just like haha she wouldn't hurt me and kila was like she just tried to stab me dumbass just did you not just see her try to stab me all the while palm is chasing them down still with a knife literally chasing them down and panting and coughing <laughs> and panting and screaming and probably muttering curses and, and shitting language and farting you don't know yeah and- uh-huh and shitting at her doo-doo ass um and they're about to get away and she's just like ah damn they're gonna make fools of me so she sprints home real quick yeah trigger warning for self-harm because this next scene is wild and i wasn't expecting it oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so that's uh palm wild Mm -hmm. so she runs home um she does the uh she gets out a funny little uh orb on a uh, funny little mermaid it's, pedestal. It is like a kitschy little statue with like a little goblin-ass mermaid holding up just like this big crystal orb. It is like definitely something you would find in, you know, like a shop that sells, you know, pewter dragon yeah. statues. Yeah, I've been in one of these shops constantly. I've seen <laughs> funny little dragons <laughs> in these shops every time. 
every time I go to like a fair or like uh-huh. an arts and crafts show, there's always one booth that has one of these, and I always stop at it and go, ooh, and uh-huh. then I never buy it. Yeah. Yeah. You just go, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> go, ooh. I would love to have that in my house. Not. Right? Um, And then she says, it doesn't matter where you go, I'll always be able to find you with my power. And she rips off both her sleeves, and then she just just starts clawing on her own arm. Uh-huh, like with her fingernails. With she her, just, like, cuts them up. With her fucking fingernails, and she's like, cute, cute little mermaid, accept my blood and show me what I want to see. And she sees Gonan Killua, and she's like, ah, I found you. And I said, haha, idiot, all you see is them. You don't see where they're at. And then the camera moves, and she sees the hotel they're at. And she's like, ah, the hotel with the three circles. I'm like, fuck. The magic orbs camera tilts up so that you can see the, the, magic, the fucking train station. The magic orb has a adjustable camera. That's right. It has a zoom and enhance feature. Um, and she... See, this fight is also incredibly funny. She's like, don't worry, I'll fucking get you now. She walks into her kitchen... And starts opening up all her drawers in her pantry, and it's all knives. And she just... She just has a closet full of knives. She has a closet full of knives. And then she just, literally, she's just wearing them, like, tied around. Like, she's wearing, like, a dress made of knives, like, over her dress. Like, it's nothing. She doesn't have, like, a system or places to hide them or anything. She's just leaving her house with knives strapped all over her. I don't, like... How do we get pedophile palm and also this palm, who is so funny I, in the I, same series? I hate this. I hate that I have to stand palm for just having a pantry of knives. She's so fucking funny. She's she so went, funny. She After the, She, like, races out of the house to go get them, and then fucking, like, Tumblr sexy man shows up and is like, Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, literally runs directly into Nav, and he just immediately starts Tumblr doming her. <laughs> he just starts negging her a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, well, first he figures out where Gon is and is like, okay, well, they're gonna go watch Gon and Kilua. You don't have to worry about them. Also, it looks like you used your powers. Don't fucking do that without my permission. He just starts negging her a bit, and she's just like, oh, oh, oh. Yes, yeah. sir. The yeah, the the big line is like she said. He says your blood is an irreplaceable commodity, <laughs> and she in her head heard mm-hmm. irreplaceable, and it's like oh, I'm irreplaceable. Yeah, I'm blushing. It's so much. I just the turnaround of this. Of being like, <laughs> hey, I fucking hate this too. Oh, this is good. I know. It's funny when she has a weird crush on Nav. I don't care about him. It's funny when she has a weird crush on Nav while she's wearing yeah. a fucking belt of knives. That's right. Yeah, and no, Nav is just like, hey, what are you wearing? Yeah, she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> the fact that Nav <laughs> seems to be well aware of exactly that she's into him and is also just kind of like, listen, I told you not to do shit. <laughs> I told you to do whatever I say. Um, I have something else to say about Palm, but we have to save it because, okay, we're going to the next scene, which is, um, Gon and Kilua, and they're opening their little, their little collectibles. Um, and 
Kilua gets, you know, the the shitty common one, and um, <clears throat> Gon gets the rare, and he immediately tries to give it to Kilua, and Kilua's like, no, I'm good. Yeah, 30 to 50 feral hogs, he said platonically. Uh-huh. Kilua's like, oh, shit, dude, that's <laughs> super rare. You could, like, pawn that for millions. Like, oh, collectors, like myself, have been searching for that forever, and Kilua, Gon's just like, oh, well, then you have it. And Kilua's like, what? I, 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 no, I can't. See, it it is the it is the mode where you're like, oh, this is why Gon can't take Kilo on this date because Kilo would never go. Yeah. <laughs> Kilo would be like, don't give me things. How dare you? Kilo's like, I don't know how to accept gifts. Which same Kilo, but accept the fucking gift. Yeah, no, it's a mood, but you know. Um, and Gon says, um, hey, Kilo, did something happen? Like, you seem different. You seem like your mental illness is conquered. Mm-hmm. And just completely says, conquered. Kill says, you know, sometimes you just have mm-hmm. a really good workout and then you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you just, like, you you pump some iron and then you're good. You're just fine forever. Mm-hmm. It's destroyed. And um, Shoot is spying on them. He hasn't Sh- noticed anything. Shoot is spying on them. And Nav is spying on Shoot. And Palm is spying on Nav. And Palm is back mm-hmm. to normal. Is she a shapeshifter? Mom looks like shit again. She is like her hair can't have her gotten hair dirty gets that so, fast. Is she a shapeshifter? Her hair gets so oily so fast. Palm, I think you're using the wrong what conditioner. Did she do? <laughs> is she a shapeshifter? Did she give Gone what she thought he wanted? And in which case is this what she thinks not what? Does she, does she has... wait, does does she did she mix up her hair conditioner with just like a a bottle of motor oil or something <laughs> mom has receiving that good dick disease from nav and it's terminal and she's dying from it <laughs> and this is her like last fucking ditch efforts for a moment she was relieved of it and then she got herself cleaned up we don't need to talk about why she was relieved of it, mm-hmm. but she got herself cleaned up and then he came back into her life and she's back in remission. It hasn't even been a day. What she's happened She's in to remission. Her? It hits fast. It's terminal. Oh my God. It kills you. <laughs> I just can't get over it. This scene is also funny because like Nov and Shooter just talking like normal people, like perfectly average normal people. And... No one seems to acknowledge that Palm is in the background just blowing hearts at fucking Nav every two yeah. seconds. Yeah, she just watches him like she that. She just watches him. Apparently all the time because they don't notice or care. And apparently he is semi-aware of this and just doesn't care at this point. He's just like, yeah, no, that's just what happens. That's just how she is. That's just what she's like. Um, And, um... So this this episode just ends with like a real quick cut of what we're gonna see next episode, and uh, it's G two and he's running, running, running. He's still the speed king, and um, Knuckle is standing in front of him, and he says, "Okay, it's time to throw down," and that's episode. <sighs> Thank you. I get to see my boy again. Yeah, it's time for your boy. It's time for my fucking boy. Uh, G two beats the shit out of him and morale, and I say, G two, I have never hated you so much in my life. Hey now. What? Some, sometimes you have to choose, and I chose Knuckle. <laughs> That's so sad. I know, but he's my boy. I can't abandon him. Mm. The show's trying to make me abandon him, and I say I can't. 
So yeah, episode ninety-five. Uh, it starts. It starts right off with Chitu just being way too fast for Knuckle and Morel, and he's just running around punching them a hundred oh, yeah. times. And Knuckle and Morel are just like, okay, fine, keep going, keep doing it, loser. We're not <laughs> I fucking love this. You think your punches hurt? Nah, this ain't shit. I love it so much. Keep punching me. That's right. And she too is just like, ah, well, yeah. I'm too fucking fast. And I can punch harder than this and go faster. You guys suck shit. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to punch uh, Knuckle. And Knuckle uh, seems to anticipate where Chitu's going to be and almost hits him. Mm-hmm. And Chitu's like, oh, well, that's impressive. No one has anticipated me. Yeah, before. that's right. We get a cool slow motion scene of Knuckles' fist heading straight for Chitu's head, and then he dodges it in slow motion while narrating, Oh, it seems that he anticipated where I was going to be and aimed right for my face. And then, what's this? Coming from behind? Morel swinging his giant bong right for Chitu's face. And Chitu's like, Oh, it seems that he also anticipated where I was going to be. These guys are better than the other guys. And I say, who? They're challenging. Can you believe? Oh, damn. I mean, I mean the cops that, that Chitu ate the fingers off Oh, yeah, off I guess of. they are better than the cops. But, you know, that's not a big accomplishment, so. Yeah. <laughs> Don't disrespect my boy Chitu. So Chitu is like, haha, you guys uh, suck, and I'm so much better than you. And Morel and Nuko are like, yeah, you idiot, but can you... Uh, can you see through some smoke? <laughs> yeah, uh, Morel takes the yeah. opportunity to blow a fat cloud. <laughs> Morel decides to hotbox. Yeah. <laughs> Morel's like, hi, you fucking moron. You ever get hotboxed before? And Chichi's like, what? Um, And then Knuckle can uh, replicate himself, apparently. He knows the clone jutsu. Yeah, Knuckle knows the fucking clone jutsu. Yeah. Um, uh, he has that shit on lock and he goes to punch Chitu and Chitu's like, you idiot, I can see you right now. The smoke ain't doing shit. And then a bunch of Knuckles are around and he's like, what? Huh? And then Knuckle punches him and he's like, well, haha, that shit didn't even hurt. And Knuckles like, it doesn't <laughs> matter. I still, it doesn't matter. I still punched you, idiot. And our little, our little friend appears again uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. and he says, you have a, it's our little buddy APR. APR appears, and he says, you have a good interest. And Chitu's like, I hate this. I fucking hate this, dude. I fucking hate this so much. And Knuckles like, why don't you come over here and punch me? Why don't you try to fucking get me? And Chitu goes for him, and then Morel just kind of trips him. <laughs> like a shitty <laughs> asshole. And he's like, haha, when you're mad, you don't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just kind of leave. Yeah, they're just like, okay, bye. <laughs> they're yeah. like, okay, see you, dude. Yeah, Knuckle and Morel just, they just both jump back and they're fucking gone. They're hiding in the cornfield and Chitu is like, damn, they've completely disappeared. Is so mad. He says, I fucking hate this. I hate this so much. He says, well, whatever. I just have to fucking rip that, rip that guy apart. And he's like, fuck, I can't find that guy. And also this little thing is just still hanging out to me. But if I can't kill it, then nothing can compete with my speed. And he runs away real fast. Yeah, we get some super fucking good yeah, running like animation, fluid. and I really want to just, like, 
really just want to clip that bit and put uh, Sonic Boom from Sonic CD like, over really it. Really fluid animation for Chitu just leaving. Mm-hmm. If you're strong, you can fly. Do you think Chitu would be friends with Sonic? Uh, fucking they definitely. Would actually, Chitu. All they would want to do is race. Yeah, each they other. would be like begrudging friends, and that Chitu would never stop fucking challenging Sonic to a race, and Sonic would act like he was annoyed, but he would always accept. That's right. And they would always mm-hmm. tie. Is the thing, or be interrupted? We would never get to see who's faster. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Chitu runs away, and the fun little friend APR just follows him, mm-hmm. and. Knuckles like, ha fucking idiot. APR won't leave no matter where you go. Now I just need to track him, tag him, and bag him. And Moral's like, I mean, doesn't APR stop when he gets far away? And Knuckles like, yeah, it's whatever. It's fine. No, what he says is it won't keep adding interest, but it will stay there. And then once he's back in range of Knuckle, it will start adding interest again. Which is incredibly funny. It's very specific. It's very specific. Um, um, here's my question. Uh-huh. I know the answer is probably they just put it on so Knuckle can track him wherever he goes. Sure. Chichu doesn't use Nen. What the fuck is APR going to do? Hmm. Well. Yeah. Well. Doesn't doesn't Chichu at least Chichu know, knows like, what Nen Ren? is, but I don't think he knows how to use it at all. He just... Is like I'm fine. I can go fast. He's not speed boosting. I don't think he has a hot suit, but doesn't he at least? Didn't he at least like get punched and have his? I don't remember. Open? Yeah, I think, I think so. I I don't think we would have seen it, but I think like at this point, all like the squadron leaders. Let's have ask had Ramot. It. That's right. Let's <laughs> ask Ramot. Oh shit! Oh oh! <laughs> Too soon. Um. Here's the thing about this scene. Yeah. Morel says, let's just leave him for someone better equipped. What the fuck? They only brought like six people on this mission. (laughs) Are you telling me that you guys can't take him on? Who? Why are there six of you if you're like, well, someone else will get him. What the the fuck are you talking about? Where's Karapika? Have Karapika wrap him in chains. You're supposed to be part of the elite specific team that are taking these guys down. Well, these guys kind of suck. I know, but what the... Like... That's my point! These guys were caught into contracts specifically because they suck at this. I know, but it's a... Specifically because they might not get the job done. This is a threat that pretty much decimated an entire country. And they're just like, eh, I... I can't get that guy. He's just... just Yeah, they just gotta let him go. He's gonna go slaughter a few villages on his way. He's gonna go eat, like, 30 people, and they're like, once we corner him, it'll all be fine. He was on, like, international television for eating a bunch of cop fingers, and they were just like, eh. Actually, maybe they just want him to kill more cops. They're mm. like, once he's all done killing cops, <laughs> then we'll tag him and bag him. Yeah, Knuckle and Morel both said ACAB. Yeah, they said, kill all those cops on your way, King. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, can, I can buy that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think they right. already took down the alligator guy? Remember that guy? Remember how he was like, I'm going to become no. the glutton king. The glutton king? I'm going to become the glutton king. I think he's just swimming. He's still swimming? Yeah. Still looking for land? He's like, and, fuck, dude. And females. Oh, and females. <laughs> it's true. We do know that. That's right. He dove into the ocean, and he was like, shit, I'm not the kind of alligator that likes salt water. <laughs> <laughs> and then he died instantly. 
You are there saltwater alligators? I don't think there are. No. No, I'm pretty sure alligators and crocodiles are like freshwater things. Yeah, th- that's where he went wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's <a> fucking <laughs> idiot. What if he developed a net ability that just filtered salt water into fresh water and that's what he spent it on? That's all he gets. <laughs> that's what he spent his one superpower on is, I want to turn salt water into fresh water. I want to be an ocean alligator. <laughs> I want to be an ocean-dwelling alligator. And then he got eaten by a shark. Damn. Rest in peace, King. <sighs> yeah? That's just so much. Um... Basically, that scene ends, though, with Chitu being like, well, shit, I need to learn how to fight. I need to learn Nen. I need to. I need more than speed. What if he calls up Wing? <gasps> Aww. <laughs> you ever wonder what Wing's doing right now? Wing is still training Zushi. He's hard at work. You ever wonder if, like, Wing gets a phone call from, like, Netero, and he's like, hey, you hear about those kids? And he's like, what, go and kill one? And he's like, yeah, you want to hear what happened to them? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you hear what <laughs> fucked up shit they're in now? Oh, you know Bisky caught him and was like, hey, you suck shit at teaching your students. <laughs> Here's your still training sushi. My kids just already beat Greed Island. Damn. And he's like, those are my kids. And she's like, I know. <laughs> I stole them. I stole your kids. Stole them, they're mine now. Call me Mrs. Steal Your Kids. <laughs> um we're 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 in for a, another rough rough emotional. No, we moment. don't have to talk about it. No, we're going. We don't have to. We're barreling straight in. No, that's fine. Oh, we're go we're going into the spooky ooky room now. Yeah. We're going into the dungeon that the city apparently has. It's it's time for Yeah, we're what's going up to with this reunite. fucking basement? It's so poorly <laughs> lit. It's what this ritual fucking dungeon. You know, you gotta hunt around for the perfect space. Gon spent a whole day trying to find a good spot to take Palm to see some fireflies. And Knuckle and Shoot went, the, scoured this city for a dungeon as decrepit as this. <laughs> for a fucking dungeon to put a man in. That's right. To put a man in a birdcage in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's talk about Shoot's power for a second, because he's got this tiny cage, right? Hotel Rathlisa or whatever. Sure. The Dark Inn. Uh-huh. He's got a tiny cage, and that's his Nen ability. Uh-huh. He's also got three detached floating hands. Three detached free floating hands. Mm-hmm. Are those a part of the ability? Because he never mentions them. Yeah. Are they tied together? Does he just have two abilities? Does... His hands just do that? Is he a factory experiment? Like, what, what's I going like on? I like to think his hands just do that. Because he never, because in this scene, he's like, ah, yes, my dark in. Anything that I deal enough damage to gets sealed within. And I'm like, that's cool. Why don't you talk about your hands? Why are not anything that I hit with my hands gets sealed in? Or do enough damage to with my hands? No, he's just like, anyways, these hands are just like their own thing. Yeah, because I... That's I mean, a weird thing to conjure. You see it, and you kind of think, like, oh, maybe if he grabs you with all three hands, like, he gets all three on you, then he can pull you into the cage. Then you're fucked. Yeah. But he has to specifically do a lot of damage to them first. Which isn't going to really work. Before he can kidnap them. I mean, it's just kidnapping at that point. Hey, sure, here's a question small, about but... shoot. Uh-huh. They're going up against the royal guards who Netero has been told, then royal guards will kill you before you get to the king. Uh-huh. Why are they sending shoot in? 
oh, once I do enough damage to you, I might put you in my birdcage. Great. <laughs> Have fun doing damage. <laughs> once I get enough tick damage on you, you instantly die. Yeah. Great, dude. What is Shoot doing here? What is Shoot doing here? He's a little boy. Send him home. He doesn't <laughs> need to be here. That's exactly right. Can you imagine Shoot versus P2? He'll fucking die, yo. Well, he's not going after P2. Oh, yeah. We learned that later. He's going after the big red man. That'll end well. Mm. Yeah. yeah Shoot we love versus Mentutu Yuppie. There's no way that could possibly go wrong. <laughs> There's no way this will end badly for him. As we know, Shoot is great in a fight. Mm-hmm. Anyways... Anyways, Kite's stepping out of the cage and he's getting big again. Coming out of my cage and I'm doing, doing just bad. And I'm gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he really is just doing bad. Um, he's doing he's really doing bad. Real fucking we, bad. We, we, we get a good look at this man for the first time and his body is completely covered in scars. He's not standing up straight. His long, long legs are bent at weird angles. And he has, a fu- he has one fucked up eye. Guys, he's dead. He's yeah. He's put him in the cage. He's dead. He's, he's gone. I, I I love all these full grown adults being like, I'm sure he's good. He seems all these, he seems all fine. these full grown adults looking at this clearly dead man and just being like, I'm sure he's just being mind controlled. Just well, he's standing, so you know. <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. Gone said he should be fine, so we'll trust him on that one. So he steps out of this cagey and he's really small, but then he grows to regular height, as Shoot tells us. And Gon um, seems to be having his own panic attack. Uh-huh. I have a mm. real quick thing, though. Yeah? Remember when Colt chased after P2 and was like, hey, that thing that you did to Kite, I need you to do it to the queen. Yeah? He wanted, the, he wanted P2 to do this to the queen. Uh, and specifically what we're going to see later, like... <laughs> I... No. P2 does have multiple abilities. Okay. P2 has multiple abilities, all kind of along the same lines as this, but like a different ability put Kite back together. Okay. Another ability put that man back together because he was in pieces. Okay. Notice that he has both arms. I mean, (laughs) sure, but it doesn't seem like, you know, he put him back to life, just sort of back together. No, but, you know. (laughs) Just sort of, you know. You know. (laughs) <laughs> stitched him up I don't think Colt was in his right mind at that time sure I'm not gonna really ask the person who did this to somebody to be like hey can you fix my mom I'm gonna yeah, say plus, hey plus can you Colt stay away didn't... from my mom plus Colt didn't know what Kite was like before he got put back together you know before he got taken apart and put back together you know maybe it's normal for Kite to just uh, sort of mechanically attack anything that comes within a few feet of him. Yeah. And ascend to level two when he gets a hug. That's just things he does. He says, from what I know about this guy, he's just like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know this man. Who the fuck is this dude? Uh, yeah, so... Kite beats the shit out of Gon. Gon goes in to be like, hey, it's okay now. You can be normal again. And Kite <laughs> just starts Kite hitting normal. him. And yeah, everyone's Kite like, normal. yeah, everyone's like, oh no, Gon's getting the shit beaten out of him. He still can't use Nen again yet. Um, yeah, he he's not doing so great. And 
Uh, and then Kilua is like, no, but maybe he's already figured out the attack pattern because Kite is attacking in a set pattern. And Gon's like, yeah, I already know where all these attacks are coming from. But yeah, this def definitely isn't normal Kite because, you know, you know, when Kite hit me before, it, it hurt a lot more. Normal things so, to say, first of all. Yeah. This whole thing is them being like, oh, no, we shouldn't stomp him because he's dodging into the punches. Like, he is specifically putting himself in the direct path of Kite's punches. So he's, he's doing this using on purpose. his favorite his, technique. It's his, using his secret technique. He's <laughs> using his favorite technique. It works every time. <laughs> it worked on Canary. It worked on the Phantom Troop. It worked it on worked Hanzo. It worked on Hanzo. It worked on Razor. It works every time. It worked on Knuckle. Everyone knows that if you let yourself get the shit kicked out of you, eventually the other person will feel bad. <laughs> and then you can get one good hit in. Yeah. So Gon dodges Kite's final attack and gives him a hug. And then, you know, Kite sort of seems to seize up and stop. And it's like, oh, is this something? And then the fucking, this fucking horrible puppet master creature appears. Listen, I love this dude. Yeah. It's, I love it this is... guy. And he then the Knuckle is like, Pokemon. Knuckle is like, yeah, once you touch him, he goes to level two and he gets a lot stronger and this fucker shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Knuckle has to be like, okay, Gon, you can't see it, but um, there's a puppet master now. <laughs> you can't see it, but there's a big fucker behind you. <laughs> there's a big fucker right above you and he's puppeting him and he's going to beat the shit out of you even harder now. Mm. Um, we think he was used to train the soldier ants. Not many of them probably got to level two. And yeah. I just, <laughs> Gon, after being like, it's okay, Kite, you can rest. He gets a very funny face, which is uh, sheer rage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he begins to walk off. And yeah. he's like, oh, the, the vibes are oh. bad. Oh, the vibes are fucked. Dude. Oh, yeah. The vibes are bad. He walks up to Killua and he's like, Killua. And Killua's like, hmm, what, what is it, bestie? And Gon's just like, that one is mine. Mm. And then just walks out of the room. And everyone's just like, uh. Are you guys good? Yeah, it's super normal and good. Fucking, fucking Knuckles, like, I've only been gone for, like, a week. Um, Are you guys good? Yeah. Are you guys, like, all right? And Killa's yeah, like, he said, no. What did you, he said, what did you guys do? And he said, we didn't do anything. Our enemies did. <laughs> like, yeah. are you guys good? And Killa's like, no. Exactly. <laughs> God, it's, it's, it's. Yeah, it's even better at the end of the episode, but but first we we oh, cut man. to everyone, uh, and a happy you know, train ride. yeah, just taking a normal train ride. We love a train scene. We love this scene because this is also a scene in which um, everyone is talking. Uh, Knuckles shoot Morel and Navar in their own little like seats. Kilo and Gon are in their own playing cards because they love each other and they're besties. That's right. And <laughs> Palm is at the other end of the train looking at Nav while just still blowing kisses. But just enough that if you don't look closely, you can't see her. <laughs> I, she's such a mess. She's, she's down bad. <laughs> Girl, he ain't gonna fuck you. Right? Girl, he won't do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're, they're having this conversation, the adults are. Um, Morel says, 
I don't know if they should come with us. They didn't pass the test to get into the NGL. And uh, Nav says, oh, that simply doesn't matter because that test was to get into the NGL and we're not going there. We're going to East Corteau. So completely different place. It's fine. And Morale is just like, all right, that works for me. Actually, we're going no, to sorry, East Corteau, which will unquestionably be more dangerous than the <laughs> NGL. That's exactly right. And Morale's like, good, that works for me. Yeah, I think it's somebody else who brings it up. Maybe Knuckle, who says, actually, I'm not sure if they should come. And uh, uh, Morel says, no, they're grown tigers now. To which I also say, no, they're not. They're 12. Mm -hmm. And then um, Shoots is like, well, I also have concerns. I'm like, thank you. A voice of reason. And he's like, Kilua is fine. And I'm like, nah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then he's like, but Gone, he was really intense and had a certain fire, like, the other day, but I just, I haven't seen that in, in, in any of that passion in him before. And I'm and concerned that his bottomless well of rage is not, <laughs> is not empty. consistently present. And I say, shoot, he's just compartmentalizing. That's not good. <laughs> shoot, he's caught, he's bottling. That's, that's not a good thing. You shouldn't be reinforcing that. And Morel is like, ha you fool. He's just compartmentalizing. It's good. I love it. Yeah, Morel says, no, don't worry. Once he actually sees P2, he's going to go full rage. And I'm like, not good. He says, yeah, well, he's, if, he's saving up all his trauma to unleash at the right moment. This is a good thing for That's him. Right. He's making a trauma spirit bomb right now. <laughs> Give him time. He's fucking charging up for 10 episodes like Goku. Let's That's go. Right. He, he's, he is a crockpot and we will let him simmer. We will let him boil. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they have so... a funny little discussion and Morel sticks his head out the window and he says, we're almost at East Garto. I thought it would be really funny if he jumped out. It would be really funny <laughs> if he just left for no reason. <laughs> he just opens the window and just sort of jumps He out. doesn't even have his big funny bong anymore. Man, we, why is he never... blowing flat out? That's Why is he hotboxing this entire fucking train car? That's right. <laughs> um, so they get to East Gorteau and we get a funny little uh, TV that tells us what's going on politically here. Uh -huh. Good thing the Supreme Leader is fine. Yeah, he's yeah. alive and well and definitely not being puppeted. There by the same thing that's puppeting Kite. There definitely isn't a big funny puppet right above his head. <laughs> Yeah, we, we get a news broadcast that say the great leader is having a ceremony where every citizen of East Gorteau will be gathered before the Grand Palace, including people who are sick and injured, the elderly, children, whoever. And that's like a, that's pretty it's weird. It's so they're, they're wondering like what the purpose of the gathering is. Is he going to like announce his resignment? That doesn't seem likely, but obviously something big is, you know, going on and, you know, geopolitically, hmm, what could it be? And, and Morel is like, yeah, Colt said he, that the, they're probably just going to like sort the entire population and see who's capable of Nen. We're not really sure what's going to what they're what they're looking for but probably like 99% of the, of everyone is going to end up dead. Mm -hmm. Well, no Colt just knows this. Yeah, Colt's like well probably they'll just kill everybody. Colt never once like when he was talking to them before was just like I love how Colt's priorities are this like guys you have to save my mommy and now he's just like oh yeah, uh, by the way, he probably is going to commit a mass genocide. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just like so you guys know, like real quick. Um genocide is on the table. But my mommy 
So Colt's just raising a child now, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's literally what's happening. <laughs> I don't uh, like this laughter. Uh, Colt's just raising a baby. Yeah, he's having a baby. <laughs> Colt was born like two um, months ago. Yeah, so they kind Gonis, of literally. Gonis just... just dead now to a normal little child. That's right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> just like Aunt Muto. <laughs> the cycle continues. <laughs> It's true, you do become your father. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically that scene does end with them being like, yeah, 99% of the people there will die, and that's in 10 days. Anyway, Gone's 30 days are up. He has met again. No, we have to get on the funny phone first. Yeah. They're like, hey, oh, what I about... Oh, funny phone scene? What about Netero? Where is he? And they're like, well, he hasn't contacted us in 10 days, and we're going to give him a little longer, but he said if he doesn't get to us by the end of the day, we should just assume he's dead. Oh, Netero's calling. Oh, that's right. And he's like, oh, wait, never mind. Netero's calling. Uh, the old man has a funny fucking sense of humor. And Morel's like, God, that guy's fucking weird. He has such a weird hearing. And Novice is like, yeah, I fucking heard you say that. And he tosses the phone to Morel. And the phone's like, hey, so I know the kids are here. Um, divide into three groups. Each take a royal guard. I'll take the king. And signed... That really weird eared old man. <laughs> yep. And Morales is like, I fucking hate that guy. And I say, that's funny. What if he was just like on the roof? He's just this, watching like, them. On this little diner there at, he's just like chilling. Intentionally Netero's not a funny old man, to be certain. Mm-hmm. Netero's a funny old man. He has Willy Wonka vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, now we go to Gone's 30 Days okay. Are Up. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So his 30 days are up, and Morel immediately steps forward and says, Hey, I'm not convinced we should keep you around. I want you to attack me like like I'm your deepest enemy. And Gon says, Oh, oh, you want me to attack you? Like like you're an enemy? Like an enemy, huh? Like an enemy, huh? And Morel's like, Don't, d- dude, fucking, dude, do you see how buff I am? Check this out. Yeah. And he rips off his shirt and he uh, flexes. And he gets so fucking buff, and he's like, come on, fucking hit me. My yeah. abs have abs. Like, you can't fucking hurt me, That's dude. right. He gets extremely buff up, and then uh, Gone steps forward, and he's got a look on his face. And, you know, he's um, we're seeing flashes of P2 through his eyes. He's getting really mad, thinking about yeah. his his deepest, darkest enemy. And he starts charging up his Jajankin. And um, It's everyone... really funny. Knuckle is just kind of like, oh, master, trying to test Gone when you already said you trusted him as an ally. It's fine, Gone. Show him your Jajan can. Yeah. And Gone's just like not responding at all. And I'm like, dude, you don't need to talk to him right now. Yeah, Gone's <laughs> charging up. He's he's getting real serious. Um, Morel is sweating. Nav and Knuckle are sweating. Everyone in the room is like, yeah, I'm not sure about this. And Except Killa, is... who's just kind of like, uh... yeah. Gone's charging up. He's getting real angry, and um, everyone's real nervous. And we go all sketchy. And then I think Kilua... we need to describe this scene because uh-huh. Gone does start to charge up. The ground beneath them does begin to crack, and the entire yeah. like courtyard therein does begin to fall apart. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's he's. When I say charging up, it's like nuclear. He is about to fucking lose it. This is some yeah. boogie level shit. He's about to go off. Yeah, he's about to big bang impact this entire fucking hotel. Uh huh. That's exactly right. Until yeah. our our favorite boy Kilua, we just see like a blue like you know blue toned hand like come and like rest a hand on Gon's shoulder and Kilua says, Gon, that's enough. And Gon uh, ha- takes a moment and then he goes, oh, sorry, Morel, I really was going to kill you there. Yeah. I think the sound design in this scene is incredible <laughs> because like, 
when we go into that like little scene of like Killa about to rest his hand, like all uh-huh. the music and like most of the sound cuts out, we do still hear Gone standing there just going like, <sighs> like he is very much just like panicking and like about to fucking lose it. And Killa's just like, bro, you need to yeah. calm down. And then it just stops. And I'm just like, oh, uh oh. Yeah. So then yeah. Gon, Gon goes back to compartmentalizing. He apologizes <laughs> to Morel, and Morel says, "Wow, you have you're you have such intense murderous rage for a twelve year old. That's really funny. You're gonna do great on he this said, mission. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> we do need to say the exact line Gon said, which is, "Sorry, Mister Morel, I was about to kill you." Yeah. Yeah. Now, well, like... first he thanks Kilua for stopping him. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, sorry, I was about to fucking obliterate you, old man. Uh-huh. And Morel's like, you sure were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of, you know, that's kind of that scene. Morel does a big awkward laugh and is like, haha, you really were, huh? Um, Anyways, and they, operation starts tomorrow. Yep, they split up into teams. Gun and Kilo are going to take on P2, which is frightening. Um Knuckle and Shoot are going to take on Monty Duyupi, and uh, Nova and Morel are going to take on Shia Poof. I think these teams are a little messed up. I think these teams suck. I think these teams are awful. Um, everything about it seems completely wrong. Oh, and Netero is going to fight Meruem, as described. And, and um, it's probably going to be great for him. Um... This is the worst setup. This is the worst plan. Doomed this, to fail. These teams are so funny. I already talked about how why would you put shoot with the guy who um is just a big beefy motherfucker who looks like he could probably kill you and be like, I have to do a certain amount of damage to him and then I can trap him in my hotel. Great man, how are you gonna touch him? Um, well he needs someone else there to do the damage. Yeah, he needs someone else there, like Knuckle, who can put uh APR in him. Anyways <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, Hope you guys survive while APR slowly charges up its interest. I'm yeah, sure he'll d- listen to your math equation, Knuckle. That definitely won't take like an hour or anything. That definitely won't take an hour against a man who is hell bent on killing you. And I know like they don't really know anything about any of them, but we don't know anything about Shia Poof. And it's very funny that like the two like you know decidedly strongest people here were like, yeah, we'll just. Yeah, we'll they don't know anything guy. about Shia Poof or, like, Yupi. Yeah, they really like, don't. Like, they vaguely know something about P2, which is strong, uh, has a massive amount of, like, what is what is the one that lets you sense things? I can't remember. N. N, there we go. N can have very big N, just, just massive N. Big N. And also can puppet around corpses and maybe more. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, you kids take care of that one. Uh-huh. You, um, you 12-year-olds, you've got that one as requested. We don't know anything about Big Red and Sexy. So um, you guys who are known for being unbelievably kind. And, and not cowardly. Wa- and not wanting to fight. You take on Big Red and Sexy. He probably uh-huh. won't do anything. He'll probably be And fine. we'll take on the creepy little twink <laughs> who so far has done nothing but look smug. We'll take on the fluttery twink. It's fine. I'm sure we'll do great against the fluttery twink. He plays violin. How strong can he be? That's right. It's true. So let's send our strongest guys to fight him. And then <laughs> we'll send Netero all by himself to fight the man that Colt looked him directly in the eye and said, you're going to die, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> he looked him directly in the eye and said, bro, are you fucking serious? Are you like, you're joking with me, right? 
Yeah, anyways. <clears throat> I'm sure this um, whole mission is going to go great and it won't uh, collapse in words horribly. Mm. I'm sure it's going to go fine. No one's going to die. Nob, just put them in your fucking dimension hole. And Gone's right. going to be completely normal about it. Gone's going to be in complete control and it's going to be fine. Gone is not going to fucking unleash the beast, as they say. He isn't going to die or scream or get angry. He isn't going to lose his mind. Mm -hmm. And Kilwa isn't going to have to sit there and watch. It's going to be regular. It's going to be fine. And all of the adults in Gone's uh, fucking uh, friend group will let him know that he needs to go see a therapist. That's right. Yeah. Oh, Hunters I just forget to love mention. therapy. <laughs> yeah. I did forget to mention the scene that when uh, Morel was like, here are the teams, he just say, oh, me and Nob will take on Shia Poof. In the background, Palm is just sitting there too. Uh-huh. Yeah, Palm, Palm will Like, follow. not like in like the, oh, and I will fight him too. No, she's fully like acting like she's not in the scene at all, <laughs> but she's staring directly at Nob. Yeah. I don't know where she comes into this plan. She, Why is she here? She's along for the ride. Why did they bring her? <laughs> she's just there to be funny. She's there for the vibes, which are fucked. Yeah. Hopefully she stays funny. That's a threat. Not a threat. Just a fact. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so want to talk about the many, many gones? The many gones. The many traumatized gones who are normal and regular? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so once again, it's sticking very close to the manga, very one-to-one. The only thing that the anime really added, aside from, like, you know, a few lines in each scene, was just, like, you know, to, to sort of flesh out and expand like it normally does, you know, mm -hmm. is that, you know, the, 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 the scene with Gonin Killua sitting by the fountain being observed by Shoot was uh, only one panel in the manga. And they sort of, you know, built that up into an entire scene. Mm. But it's just kind of like, a, you know, little afterthought at the end of the end of a chapter in the manga and that's like really the only change i noted it's sticking very closely yeah they're like we're on rails here this is what you all wanted to see we can't fuck with this yeah <laughs> like this is what you all came here for and we said yes it's exactly what we all came here for thank you um i would like to introduce a new segment called Imagine the funny faces that would have been in the 1999. <laughs> oh, good. I, th I mean, I would love to see all of the Chimera ants in their 1999 glory. God. Like, imagine. P2 Remember what Rabid Dog looked like? P2 Remember Rabid Dog? Because the yeah, 1999's they... big of getting every female character lipstick, so you know that they're girl. Um, P2 would just have lipstick for no reason. The Ant yeah. Queen would have lipstick. <gasps> yeah. You've cursed you're us, right. but you're right. <laughs> I want to see the Ant Queen, like, pussy exploded on the ground dying, and just, like, she's just staying there, but her, like, mandibles also just have, like, lipstick smudges. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them already are, like, you know, they're just, like, sexy. Just girl? Uh-huh. I want to see their their rendition of who we maybe have figured out is supposed to be a blobfish, but it's really just girl. I want to see, yeah. see 1999 blobfish girl. <laughs> 1999 God. blobfish girl, but she just, like, has a bit more eyeshadow. Unironically, would love to see 90s uh, Hagia. 
Imagine mm. Morel's nose. They wouldn't draw it right <laughs> even once. No, it would always be off model. Oh my god, guys. Just think about J- shoot's already pretty janky. Oh, Let's picture boy. 99 shoot for for a hot second here. 1999 shoot, but just like when he's having anxiety constantly. Yeah. Okay. Got, like, sweaty Reagan face. We know that they don't like characters with missing limbs in the 99, mm. so how would they handle Shoot's three hands? What if he Are we thinking three arms? Three. I'm thinking four arms, because he has three <laughs> hands and the one regular arm. Oh, yeah, that's true. So he would have four. So he would have four arms. I forgot about the he normal arm. arms. Maybe mm. more. Mm. Much to think about. Much to think about. <laughs> Much to consider. Mm. Forearm shoot, <laughs> smash your path. Do you think the 1999 would nerf uh, Merowem's uh, massive sheath and not? <gasps> See, we know 2011 did, but I figure 99 has that like slight edge. They could probably get away with dick and balls. <laughs> they could get away <laughs> with Merowem dick and balls. <laughs> they would do it. That's right. They're, they would be like, we're an OVA. You have to buy the DVD. It's fine. That's right. You have to want this. <laughs> you have to seek this out. <laughs> you came for this. <laughs> we know what you're here for. This is the furry arc. You, you came, came here for dick and balls. Damn, I can't believe the 1999 OVA really just showed off Chitu's massive hog like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe it just slipped out of them Daisy Dukes like that. <laughs> They do like a really bad sensor of um, Ramat's fucking dick print. Oh my god. Oh my <laughs> just, god. The, the thong isn't black, it's just like the sensor. Ramat's pussy bones, infinite. <laughs> Ramat's pussy bones keep going. <laughs> Anyways, it's been a fun segment. <laughs> But yeah, I do remember Rabbit Dog from 1999. Uh-huh. How they just were like, he's a dog. He's he's just a dog. <laughs> he's just the Khmer ant started early in this one. Like, That's right. God, they would all look so jank. What the fuck? Yeah. That's boy. why the world wasn't as scared when the Khmer ants started doing their shit. They're like, we've seen Rabbit Dog. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we've dealt with this before. We fucking right. killed him. We can kill him. They're like, yeah, I remember that whole Shadow Beast fiasco. God, remember the Shadow Beast? Remember when that hot buff guy killed all the Shadow Beasts? Remember the Shadow Beast? <laughs> shadow Beast, smash your pass. How pass. dare you even ask? <laughs> like, as a concept. No. All right. There is Hard not pass. a single one of them. You don't want been... Worm? No. You don't want Leech and all the leeches he keeps in his body? Not, e- not even Not even think about it. No. You don't want um, Porcupine? I've purged them. <laughs> from my memory i don't want to think about fucking them oh that's so unfortunate you don't want porcupine <laughs> who can control all the hair on his body what a great uh, nun ability uh, what a great nun ability bro yeah 
all these people committed their net abilities to being some useless shit like that. I can't like, believe them. They were so nasty. <laughs> they were all, Leech was like, Leech I'm gonna... was like, you know what I want to do with my once in a lifetime opportunity? My once in a lifetime superpower? I'm going to put leeches in my body. I'm going to just be a leech farm. I'm going to put leeches in my fucking tum-tum. That's normal. Man, what if they had kidnapped Leech instead of Owl and and Krolo went to take his ability and he was like, you keep what in your body? <laughs> He's like, what? uh-uh. Ugh. Yeah, he goes to fight um he goes to fight the Zoldix and like he's just like now I just need to get my teeth on you. And they're like, What? what? <laughs> they're like, What? <laughs> Opens the bucket, he's like, Come here. No, I feel like Krolo would get the leech power and then immediately kill him because he would be like, No, I don't want to have that power. He's ever. like, Why'd you guys take this one home with you? <laughs> I don't, I don't want this. You couldn't have found me someone cooler. They're like, no, it's the shadow beast. What if he got the worm power and like he opened the book and they got all weird and gross and undulating and they went to dig through the floor and he just fell through it because they're on a building. <laughs> they're on like the 25th floor of a building. <laughs> he's like, here I come. And he goes to dig. He's like, oh shit. Just sneaking around. Paws through the floor. He's like, oh wait. Maybe he just gets in the pipes. Oh, just like a toilet basilisk. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly like a toilet basilisk. Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> I read a book about that once. Can't remember its name. Hmm. It was called the toilet basilisk. Of <laughs> That's course. Right. It was called the toilet basilisk. That's right. Where to find them? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh-huh. Oh, I miss the 99. Yeah. Where's Hanzo? Where's Hans? Where He's the fuck is back. Hanzo? Where's Hanzo? Hanzo should have been in Greed Island. He's busy being a ninja. Even if Hanzo died in Greed Island, that's not his ninja way. Do you think Hanzo knows about the Khmer ants? Definitely, definitely not. Definitely not. Hanzo doesn't know shit about what's going on right now. I can't. Um. I just have to think about this Khmer ant fiasco and how many people are like getting murdered and dying, and how like most hunters are not aware whatsoever. Well, because what's Satote's doing? <laughs> exactly. What is anyone doing? The only people we've seen so far come back from the. I mean, so far, the only people have been um, the, the yeah. Well, Visky and then the girl who keeps bees in her hat and uh, <laughs> Paco. Paco. hey, hey guys, uh-huh, uh-huh. what do you think it would be like if the Phantom Troop fought the Chimera Ants next episode? Oh, I'm. Wouldn't that be? Of- so crazy. Wouldn't that be so wild if Togashi said, I know why you fuckers are here. <laughs> he's I know like, what you motherfuckers what, want. He's like, I know what you weirdos want. You want to see these guys again. What I want Would, is Uvo gain back, so. Wouldn't it be neat if we got to see some of the other Phantom Troop members who we have not yet seen use funny? their powers? Oh, yeah, shit. wouldn't it be funny if Togashi's like, I didn't get to show you guys all their powers because they would have killed our main characters, and that's Would- not good. Wouldn't we? So wouldn't it be funny now? if we got to see the mummy guy take off his all his bandages and turns out it's pretty racist? It turns out it's incredibly racist. Mm. Turns out it's like extremely racist. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> mm. Wouldn't that be funny? Ha ha. Wouldn't that be funny? Wouldn't it be funny if uh, Killwa's uh, little brother had to also be in the Phantom Troop? I would mm. laugh so much. I would also laugh so much if that happened. I mean, we kind of already knew that. Yeah, wouldn't it be funny if they just let him, like, do things? Yeah. Kid's, like, 12. <laughs> Actually, how so old... So are Goat and 
Kilo. Yeah, wait, actually, how old is Kilo's fucking little brother? Because I don't know. Kalito's like eight or ten or something. I don't I know. I mean, holy shit. In fairness, when the show started, they're like 12, and then Kilo did the it's Hunter exam. Year. So they're like 13. Oh. No, I mean, just like in fair, like, in, tra- so, in trying to ca- calculate. Um, so Kalito is Kalito. nine. Yeah. Kalito is nine. Probably. Years old. Maybe, maybe 11. If, oh, we're, if we're being excellent. generous. Excellent. <laughs> the newest member of the Spiders, a nine-year-old. That's right. With his fucking child. <laughs> Come on over, kid. Yeah, they met Gon and Kilua and were like, shit, we should get a child. Nobunaga got baby crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Nobunaga's like, damn, I need a kid. Would I be a good dad? <laughs> Guys, would I be a good dad? I really like those kids. And they're like, oh my god, fine. We'll find you a kid. Holy shit. <laughs> we'll buy you a new one. I'm sure that white-haired kid has a sibling. We'll just take them. I'm sure we can call the Zoldix who we all know and are in a first-name basis with and just get one of their kids. Yeah, do you think that ever came up between, like, Nobunaga and, like, Illumi? Or, like, the fact that uh, their dad tried to kill their boss? Well, I mean, yeah. Like, all of that came up. But then, you know, it didn't matter because Illumi, you know, was doing a thing. Do you ever think that, like, Kaluto was like, hey, I heard my brother was here. And Nobunaga was like, yeah, I nearly killed him, like, three times. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, a thing. It was an event. He almost died. He was having, like, a whole, like, thing. I said I would cut his head off, and they were all just like, ha-ha. <laughs> They were like, ah, great. I can't wait to meet the Phantom Troop again. I hope I they're doing great. I'm excited. I hope they're thriving. Mm-hmm. I think I... we're going to meet them at their trash city. <laughs> they're they're going to have a great time. They're going to have a fucking excellent time. Are we doing Greed Island or Hunterpedia this week? Uh, good question. I think we just did a segment, honestly. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's basically a segment. That was quite a segment. <laughs> yeah, that was a powerful segment. I will admit. Okay, let's do them plugs. You can find the podcast at GoinWellHunting on Twitter.com. You can find our email at GoinWellHunting at gmail.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Ruben Gasly. I just changed my header on it and it is now low sodium boy sauce. That's right. And I think about that a lot. Low sodium boy sauce. Low sodium boy sauce. <laughs> um, yeah, you can find the shows on Tumblr at Go Next Will Hunting. You can find me also on Tumblr. I'm at Denkis McDonald. <clears throat> and you can find me on Twitter at Sky underscore Bird 36. Hey, this is Emery. I'm not on social media, but you can find my artwork on Fur Affinity. My username is Space Robot. Uh, hey, this just in. Sexy political correctness might be posted pretty soon. I already finished the sa- I already finished the safe for work version. I just have to make a few new layers and draw a big sick hog. Hell yeah. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Thank you, sexy political correctness. That's right. Political correctness, John, we've missed you. Thank you, Emery, for bringing this into the world. <laughs> Thank you. I must ask, is sexy political correctness, John, in a bread aisle? Not yet, because I it <sighs> took me so fucking long to draw them. I wanted to make them look like a legit Digimon villain, so I went so I went yeah, really extra fair. with it. Hell and they've yeah. got and they've got like a lot of lines on them. 
Wait, like a lot of a lot of limbs, a lot of like spiky bits. You know, yeah, a lot of leather. A Indeed. whole lot of leather. Mm-hmm. That's how you know the Digimon's evil. They're <laughs> a lot of leather. <laughs> it's the queer coding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Digimon is gay and there's nothing you can do about it. It's the weird amount of Christianity in Digimon. It's it's the fucking truth, though. Digimon is so gay. <laughs> I mean, have you seen Leomon? I saw Leomon. I saw him come out of a rainbow. Yeah, he does that every time. Okay, I think that's it for this week. Yeah, yeah. just about. Yeah. Well, listeners, as always, you are light. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you shine so bright that we must... You know what else? Hmm. You are dear friends. You are dear friends. Our dear, very dear friends. But we must say goodbye this time. That's right. Goodbye. Goodbye.